there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weeby, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Hey everyone, welcome to the Unstuck Podcast, and today I get the chance to interview one of my pretty new but pretty amazing friends, Sherry Jennings. You guys, Sherry and I got a chance to meet at a business retreat a little while back, and it's almost scary, Sherry, how much we are alike. That <laughs> that is like, oh God, there's another me out there. But you also have things about you that uh, you shine in that I don't. And so one of the things that's been really fun is that we've been able to kind of partner and kind of compensate for where each other maybe doesn't feel quite as strong or feel as confident. And so I'm just really excited for us to be able to share our friendship and our conversations with the world through this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super excited. Okay. So Sherry, I'm... Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to introduce you from like a high level like title wise, but then I want you to really go in and and showcase yourself. Okay. So you're a nurse anesthetist like me. So you have a high end nursing degree that you've worked really hard for wonderful Mm -hmm. job working independently in the beautiful state of Montana and a couple of kiddos in tow and a husband that, that loves you. And so life is busy. Life is good. And one would say from the outside looking in that you have, you know, kind of everything that you'd possibly want. That's what I think most people would say. However, I don't think that's how I would describe it. But So I do want you, though, to to give us an idea of who Sherry Jennings is, what you're up to these days, because I think it's important for us as, you know, in the listeners specifically, to be able to hear kind of where you've arrived at this point, because I know that we both are strong personal growth junkies. So I know that this isn't the stop for you. But where are you right now so that we can give people some hope who are at home, maybe listening to this, feeling stuck right now? So where are you now? And then we're going to get into some of the things that you had to get through in order to get there. Yeah, gosh, that's a great question because I've had so many roadblocks along the way and on my journey throughout life that my life where I'm at now is so different than what I could ever have imagined because I never visualized this ever yeah. before. So I... And obviously I'm in business, as you know, I have two businesses, actually. I have one, an online home business in dermatology-based skincare, and then I also have another one in injections where I do Botox and fillers. And it wasn't something I ever dreamt to do. It wasn't anything that I ever thought I would ever do. Yeah. But because of circumstances, I mean, you find yourselves, I mean, there's just one day I woke up and I realized I'm like, this is not the life I wanted. And I really spiraled down into some different issues like depression and just really not having self-worth. And I had to really be strong enough to make some changes. And I saw other people who were able to help guide me and get me to where I wanted to go. And that's how I've gotten to where I am now. Okay. So how would you describe your life right now? Like give us a glimpse into a typical week in the life of Sherry. Yeah. So I'm a nurse anesthetist. So I'm passionate. I've always been a nurse for over 26 years. So I love anesthesia. I work six days a month. I work in obstetrics. I'm the epidural girl. So I'm the one that pokes people in their back to make them feel good to have babies. So I I love that aspect of my job. And I'm a mom of a year old daughter and six year old son. So I get to be mommy pretty much full time. 
which is nice because I missed out on a lot. But mm-hmm. so I, that's really what I do. I, probably my biggest job is being a, a wife to my husband and hanging out with the kids. And then I do my other businesses from home or, you know, maybe another day a week. But yeah. I, it's just, it's nice because I have, I feel like for the first time I'm at this point in my life where I have time to actually enjoy yeah. To just enjoy life. Yeah. I have goosebumps because that's where I'm striving to get. And so I, I think that, thank you again for helping us paint that picture of where you are now. And I'd love you to help us walk through your journey on how you got to this point, because you mentioned some moments in your life where you struggled with depression, you struggled with lack of worth, and this isn't exactly where you thought you were going to be. Kind of help us understand what you mean by that. Yeah. I worked as a nurse in ICU for a long time and I, just wanted to better myself. I went back and got my master's in anesthesia. And I truly had like the dream job. I was single at the time. I wasn't looking for marriage. I was already in my late 30s. Well, I should say middle 30s. So I was at this point where I felt like I had the world by its tail. Yeah. But then, you know, that brick comes out of the the sky, hits you on the head, you fall in love, (laughs) you end up having a family. And at this time I was 40 and I had every single thing that you could want. I had this successful career. I was making well over six figures a month or a year and a husband who just adored me. And you would think that life would just be perfect, Mm -hmm. right? Two healthy kids. But because of circumstances out of my control, I had postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was in a job where we didn't have a lot of support from the administration in hospitals. So Gosh, if any of your listeners are in healthcare, they probably can relate to this. But there was a time where we they decided to basically clean house and they fired a lot of people. And the, those that were left, we ended up having to work a lot more. So we ended up working over 100 hours a week. Wow. So I got to this point where I never saw my family. And when I did see them, all we were doing is fighting because I was so depressed. I was having trouble sleeping at night. And at the same time, we were having a lot of financial worries. We made some really bad choices. Mm-hmm. It just got to the point where it just spiraled out of control in which I really just went into this depression. I remember crying, sitting up in bed, crying like at two in the morning, thinking, oh my gosh, like, is this what my life is going to be? Mm. And I was so miserably unhappy because it wasn't money that was making me happy. It wasn't my job anymore. And all I wanted to do was be at home with the kids because of these circumstances. I missed out on everything. And I still, to this day, have guilt that I've missed my daughter's first steps, my son's first steps, every single milestone. And I think whenever things really hit me was working for 24 hours, I was on call, came home, and we had to hire a nanny at the time because there was no way I could be a mom to the kids with those hours. And I came home and the kids were in the kitchen with her and she was making them breakfast and my daughter called her mommy. Mm. And that was the pivotal moment where I realized that I couldn't allow myself to stay in this situation any longer. And that's when I decided to really investigate and look for other options and really do a lot of dig deep, do a lot of self-work that would make things different. I think that so many people can relate to different parts of your story, if not all of it. And we can get kind of stuck into that spiral, right? We have depression, which feels like this cloud around us that doesn't let us see things clearly anyway, and -hmm. it makes it hard to get motivated to do anything. And then on top of that, you had this work environment that you were spending all this time in that you really have no control over. 
And so many people feel stuck in their jobs because maybe they're in a situation where they can't move and it's the only place in town that they could work. And so that makes them feel really stuck. And then you also just had the debt that you had incurred. And so all of these things can feel overwhelming on their own, Sherry. And then to have this mom guilt thrown on top of it, which I think most of us can say we've experienced on different extremes. And so I think that so many people sometimes kind of get stuck in that place. And it's really, really hard for them to get themselves out of it. And so it was really, was it just kind of that aha, that moment in time where you heard her call her mom that you, like a switch was flipped? Or was it something like people are out there feeling like this? What hope would you give them? Well, I think it was building. It was definitely building for a long time because after my daughter was born, I did have postpartum depression. So I was already struggling to try and just keep things together. And I think as more stress just kept adding to the situation, things just got a little bit worse and a little bit worse. So it wasn't something that in the big picture happened overnight. It was just all these little things that just kept adding up and adding up. And then that moment, whenever I came home that morning, I guess my own personal switch was flipped where I thought, you know what, like, like it really made me sit back and think, okay, what is the meaning of life? What do I want in life? It wasn't having the successful career anymore. It wasn't about the money. It was almost like I could see into the future that if things stayed the way that they were going, that I would not have a relationship with my children. Mm. Who knows like what would happen with them as they got older. And I knew with how the stress was with everything that was going on, it was affecting my marriage. And I was worried that things were going to just implode and just like a divorce. I mean, you name it. Like there's all these things I knew if I kept the same trajectory that I don't know if I could have recovered from what I saw coming if I didn't make that change. Absolutely. And that's a really wise piece of advice right now, you guys. So we need to just take a minute and acknowledge this. So if you're stuck right now and you don't have the motivation to do anything about it, you don't know how, you don't know what, you're overwhelmed by the whole concept. What I want you to do is think about what Sherry just said and think about what will my life look like five years from now, 10 years from now, if I choose to do nothing. And if you can live with that, then maybe you're not quite ready. But if you start to acknowledge the fact that this is not what I want for myself, this is not what I want for my family in five and 10 years down the road, maybe even a year or six months from now, then now is the time. And so I want you to listen to our voices. I want you to know that there is hope. I want you to know that there are ways. And no matter how hopeless it feels right now, the ultimate decision is on you, right, Sherry? Like, absolutely. That's powerful, isn't it? Sometimes, I mean, I hate to say it, but you do sometimes almost have to hit rock bottom. Yeah. To really be able to realize that because things were adding up for over years. Like, I mean, it would have been five years that if I look back before that, I could see the warning signs coming five years before that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I believe just like I was raised, like I was supposed to go to school, get a good job and have a career. And if I was going to be a mom, I just had to suck it up because everyone else did. Yep. And to me, that just didn't sit right. Like I yeah. didn't want to be that way. Yeah. And for me, like where I feel in my kind of perspective of my story is that I really do feel like God put something on my heart that I mm-hmm. couldn't ignore. And he kept kind of tapping me on my shoulder. And eventually I was like, fine, I'll look at this. I'll find, I'll listen I'll fine. I'll do this. And so what I want you guys to do as well is to know that if there's little tiny desires in your heart somewhere in there where you know that something just doesn't feel right, that you're not meant to live your life like this, there's a reason that that little seedling was put there. And I want you to give yourself the permission to listen to that. 
And Sherry, one of the things that you mentioned too was your struggle with lack of self-worth. And I think that that is oftentimes something that's going to hold us back from taking a bold step because we just don't have the confidence to do it. So how did you overcome that? Well, I think like for me, like at the time I was really battling with depression. Like I didn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I was just going through the motions and it was just sort of rinse, repeat and just get through the day Mm -hmm. and just get ready to do the next day and just do it all over again. So for a long time, I didn't have hope. I didn't have the confidence in myself to think outside of the box, yeah. to find a solution. And the funny thing is, is that solutions were, you know, looking in hindsight, there was always solutions available to me, opportunities, mm-hmm. but I chose not to see them because I wasn't ready. Right. And it's funny you bring up about, you know, God tapping you on the shoulder. Like I love shoulder taps because I feel like I was being tapped the whole time <laughs> and I chose not to listen because yeah. I'm like, no, I mean, in my mind mm-hmm. and in my heart. I just felt that I could hear it, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like, I'm not good enough to do that. Like, yeah. I can't start a business and go down entrepreneur journey myself because I'm just a nurse. I don't know how to do that, you yeah. know? And so I would make so many excuses of why I couldn't, because in my mind, I'm smart enough. I know better that I can't do that because I'm not good enough, or I'm meant to do this because this is how I was raised. This is how my family, this is just the history of what you're supposed to do. Right. So, but it was me hitting that rock bottom moment where I'm like, okay, I will do anything. And if I have to learn to pick myself off the ground, learn a different trade, really do some self work to change my mindset, to change my limiting beliefs that I had at the time, Yeah. then it was worth it. My relationship with my kids was so much worth that and yeah. more yeah. that I didn't mind getting uncomfortable anymore. Awesome. So your pain was at the point where it was like, okay, I've met my threshold. Now I'm ready yeah. to just like get yeah. over myself, get over my lack of confidence and figure uh, out. It how. was God truly like coming and smacking me in the face. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. you didn't listen to the tap. Mm-hmm. So let me just going to sock it to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take us through the journey of kind of what happened next. What did you okay. do and how did you get to where you are now? Okay, so that's not without struggle and <laughs> lots of failures too. So I really didn't know what to do. Um, I, I started my first business in legal consulting, in which I was working as an ex- expert witness and legal reviewer for uh, malpractice cases and anesthesia. And it, I enjoyed it. However, it actually ended up taking more time away from my family, just from different deadlines, court dates, I was traveling. So it wasn't that I, I guess, failed at it, but it just wasn't what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. I wanted something where I could be at home that was more flexible. So that way, if the kids were sick, I didn't have to go anywhere. Or if they need to go to school, like I wanted to be the mom that was there for the Christmas parties and Halloween parties and going on field trips. I let that business dissolve and lick my wounds. I actually, in my mind, because I'm such a perfectionist and overachiever, I really thought that that was a huge epic fail. And then I saw a complete stranger starting to post some things on social media about a network marketing company. And I toyed with it. I think I thought about it for maybe five seconds. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I went to school. I have my master's degree. I am too educated to do something like that. Mm -hmm. And so after, of course, I watched her, I became a voyeur and watched like how her life was changing She also is very well known in the community as I'm watching her surpassing her salary and just having this life of travel. I'm thinking, I want that. Yeah. I mean, I thought, well, like, what am I doing? Like, if that's the kind of life I want, why wouldn't I pursue that? Regardless of what my beliefs are, Mm -hmm. I really don't know. So I 
jumped in both. I truly like jumped in headfirst. <laughs> Didn't really do any research or anything because I just wanted it that bad. Yeah. I wanted a different life and flash forward. It's been almost six years that it's allowed me to cut back to part time. It's allowed me to even explore other business opportunities and actually have the schedule that I want, the the lifestyle that I want, where I get to be with the kids. I get to wake them up in the morning. I get to put them in the bed at night. It's just, it's the life I dreamed of. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of things that stood out to me in that, that I want to acknowledge. So number one is that you saw the nurse consulting business and you, you jumped into that and then mm-hmm. you recognize that maybe that wasn't a fit for you. And so yes. I think that, first of all, sometimes we are afraid of starting something because we're afraid that it's not going to work out and we're afraid of failing. So this whole podcast is really just how do we learn from brilliant people out there and be able to capture their experiences and, and apply them to our lives. And so I think that that's a lesson in there, that don't be afraid that it's going to flop because you survived that, right? You learned something from that. And more importantly, you learned what you didn't want. And then yes. you gave yourself the permission to say, you know what, like, that's not what I wanted. But what's interesting, I think, Sherry, in this is that if you hadn't had that experience in that business of seeing yourself doing something else for your family, but recognizing that it was actually taking you away from them, mm-hmm. you might not have been open enough to consider the second business that you started if you hadn't Absolutely. had the negative experience from being away for the first one. And so remember, you guys, that when we're afraid to start something, sometimes it's literally just to help us point the way to know what we want and what we don't. And I think that there's this fun story that I've heard where a boy and his dad are driving down the road and the dad said to the boy, should we take a right or a left? And he said, I think God's telling us to take a right. And they take a right and they go down to this road and they end up at a dead end. Mm-hmm. And they discovered the lesson in that is that God wanted to make sure that it was very clear what way not to go. <laughs> love that. I love that. And so I think that take the risk, find out, maybe there's a lesson in there. And I love that. And so the other thing that is really interesting here is that you watched and you waited and you had a lot of things in your mind that were keeping you from jumping in. What finally just made you decide like, okay, you know what? I've watched enough. I'm ready. That's a really good question because I had such a stigma against the industry and I didn't want to be one of those girls. Uh So I had a lot of personal struggle with even making that decision to go down into network marketing. What really, I think, changed it is yeah. when I saw someone who was in my same career path yeah. and seeing her successes. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, gosh, if she can do it, then I can do it. Like it, it validated that I saw someone else. Right. And so you're recognizing that you had these preconceived kind of ideas of something Oh, absolutely. But maybe you just didn't have all the information. And when somebody else kind of provided that social proof for you, you're like, well, wait a minute. Maybe there's more to the story than I know. And it Mm -hmm. was in that kind of decision to learn more that you actually found what? Well, I found that it made me do the research. It made me investigate the company that I'm with to make sure because I, I mean... We're so much alike. I guys, I am the one who has to research everything. That's my part of my green personality where I have to make sure that everything is like it checks out. But, you know, because I had such that stigma behind mm-hmm. it that yeah. that was important. And so when I did the, all the research and checked everything and everything checked out and I saw where the company was going in the growth, I thought I would be really stupid not to be mm-hmm. part of this because even if I failed, I don't lose anything. Yeah. And, you know, I... Went in it very cautiously with a lot of trepidation. I'm not going to say that I jumped in and like all of a sudden I like was this big success, 
no, I mean, it ebbed and flowed and there was a lot of like ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) if there was anything that made me question my self-doubt, it was definitely doing this type of company and this type of business. But I've become so so much stronger Mm -hmm. and it's made me learn so much more about myself and my resiliency and how to help more people because that's what I'm passionate about. And I didn't realize that this would be something that could do that. Yeah. I would love for us to just go down this path just a little bit because there might be people who are listening who don't even know what network marketing is. Yeah. Just briefly describe what it is and then what were some of those objections that you had to overcome? Because you mentioned the stigma. I'm just curious. Yeah. Network marketing, I think, is just a different model of business in which instead of using advertisers or other ways to like different flyers mailing, there's no way of advertising. It's a company that uses distributors to disseminate their products. So it's basically instead of like going through having Nike and using a store or sales reps and advertising with mailing flyers, this is a company that uses different distributors that can get the word out, usually using social media, word of mouth, just to sell and let people know about their products. So for me, network marketing, as I looked at it, it was something that the average ordinary person from any background, Mm -hmm. any education level could really make as little or as much money as they wanted, Mm -hmm. depending on their motivation. For me, I grew up, my mom having Tupperware parties, the Mary Kay parties and Avon and I just remember those parties and I thought, gosh, I'm not one of those girls that like to party because I'm an introvert. I went into anesthesia for a reason. So I really <laughs> talk to people. I know it, that sounds horrible because I'm really not that type of person, but I'm such an uber introvert yeah. that I love talking to people once I get to know them, but strangers, like it makes me feel very uncomfortable. So I didn't know if I could do that. And then I'll be honest, I had a stigma against the industry because I thought, you know, my neighbors were the ones who did it. The stay-at-home moms who didn't have a job, those are the ones who did this business, not someone with a career like I had. Mm -hmm. So I really had to get past my own limiting beliefs and realize that, no, there's a lot of successful career-driven people from stay-at-home moms the whole way up to physicians and lawyers and corporate ladder people. And it's just, but I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that until I started learning more. And not that there's anything wrong with a stay-at-home mom who wants to do something no, like this. But Gosh, some... I want to be one. I right. want to be a stay-at-home right. mom. <laughs> I think that what I'm hearing you say is that there, if I have a successful career that I went to school for a long time for, then it makes me feel like there must be something wrong with me if I'm choosing to do something else like this. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's that fear that if you have a career and you have a successful career that that you're letting people into the fact that there's something in your life that's not perfect, which is sometimes yeah. scary. And well, and then I think you work so hard for your career. Like yeah. I really had a big worry of what other people would think of me. Yeah. My colleagues, my family, mm-hmm. especially after committing so much money into education and yeah. my career that I felt like I was selling myself short and yeah. as a cop out. Yeah. And that was concerning. And so you found that the people like this other nurse, nurse anesthetist that you're mentioning that was successful, legitimize it for you because you're like, wait a minute, like here's somebody that I have a lot of respect for, who's very prominent in the community, who's doing this. And I'm like, huh, like I never even thought about that. That's really interesting. Exactly. And the funny thing is, is that because I, like I told you, I was a voyeur and I watched her. I never reached out to her because of course I don't like to talk to people. So (laughs) I would never reach out to her. 
So, and she would just make these posts on Facebook and I just bit one day and I joined, I never even talked to her. That's how much I believed in it at the time. And just by watching what, how it was helping her life and how she was helping so many other people, I thought, gosh, I want to help other people that way. (laughs) I love that, Sherry. Gosh. Okay. So we have about five minutes left. of our conversation. And so I'd really love to shift gears a little bit. And I'd love you to give our audience some advice. If they are kind of where you were a couple of years ago, on that floor, you know, or in that bed crying or whatever, like, what would you tell them in order for them to learn from your lessons and be successful at something like this? I would say don't, don't hesitate. If there's an opportunity that knocks and you may second guess it and you may say it's not for you. I say, just go. Because what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that it doesn't work out and you have not lost anything. And I can't, I waited as long as I did mm-hmm. and didn't make a change sooner. I'm glad I did because I think it's like, it's just changed my whole life. It's changed my family's life. But I think we hold ourselves back. We tell ourselves that we can't do it. We'll come up with any excuse in the book. Yeah. We don't have time. We don't have money. I don't know how to do that. I don't, you know, I mean, I can't, I won't all the things that hold you back. But if you don't take that step forward, if you don't just try and see what's on the other side, you'll never know. But God, my gosh, if it does work and you are successful, I mean, I have goosebumps because I never, like I said, I never thought that this would happen to me and I get to be with my kids. And I, I just remember how down I was before and it's just changed everything. So just, just say yes and run with it. Yeah. I have nothing to lose. I say that all the time that really what sets successful people apart from those who are letting themselves stay stuck is just a willingness, mm-hmm. right? A willingness to try, a willingness to learn. There's things that I'm doing. I sent out an email to my list yesterday, which was crazy scary. And I thought I was going to throw up afterwards, but <laughs> I learned how to do it. And I was so sick and proud of myself. So sometimes we just have awesome. to be willing to learn and willing to go out of our comfort zone because that's all it takes. And then there's going to be some things that we do that fail. And there's going to be things that we do are, that are triumphant, but we'll never know if we don't try. Right. I still get uncomfortable. I still don't know what I'm doing, Yeah. but I at least know now that, okay, I'm not going to die. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. You know, it's okay. And what do you find, Sherry? Because you've grown a, a, a really nice sales team in your organization. What would you say is the thing that stands out to you as a common denominator for people who have been successful around you in something like this? I think a lot of it's just working through your own personal space between your ears. Yeah. The biggest thing that people work on in being successful in every single one is they're working on their self mindset and really doing that self work to say, yes, I can do this because it's something that's not easy. Mm-hmm. I think, especially for women, it's hard because we try to be everything for everyone, right. but sometimes we neglect nurturing our own mind and telling ourselves that we can do this and we deserve to have this greatness in our lives. But yeah, every single girl on the team, and I should say guys, they've done the work. And I'm not going to say that it's easy peasy. It's been a lot of like shedding tears and a lot of sweat and grind. But if you do that and you just put your mind to it, I mean, gosh, so much can come to you. Yeah. Any other last advice before I ask you one more question? Oh, gosh. Um, I just say, go do it. Just go do it. You, I mean, you have nothing whatever sets your soul on fire, pursue it, 
pursue it without abandon. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so my last question for you is if you were to give our audience a question to ponder between now and the next time that we chat, what would you ask them to think about? I would say, what can you do today that will change your life and put it on a directory for one year that will change everything? What is the one thing you can do today? I love that. And I I love that. Thank you so much. Okay. And I just kind of curious because you're a personal development junkie like I am. What are you reading or listening to these days that you want to share? Oh my goodness. Let me, I have to get the book. So I am a lover of Napoleon Hill. Oh, me too. Outwitting the devil, the secrets to freedom and success. And it's about his interview with the devil and how the devil shows up in your mindset on a daily basis and injecting you with doubt Interesting. and reducing your self-worth and keeping you from, it's holding you back. Wow. That's so interesting. Really, really cool book. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. And that's from so Napoleon really Hill. About that way. Yeah. And it's his interview with the devil. That is so, I didn't know even, I mean, this is, I just learned something because thinking girl rich is like the only book that I am aware of from Napoleon Hill. Look at that. That is yeah. so interesting. Okay. Well, thanks yeah. for the tip. I think that's going to be something on my list to, throwing my Amazon cart as soon as we get off this call. And mm-hmm. I got to just tell you, thank you so much, Sherry, for just bringing some hope and some practical tools into people's ears today, because we all need a little bit of extra push to, to make sure that we don't live our lives unsettled. So. Oh, thank you, Lachelle. I Thank you so much. I'm so honored and grateful that you had me on today. Yay. You're so sweet. You I love you. Too. Lots of love and kisses to love you. Love to you. Love to you. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you know that you are made for more and you are tired of being held back and ready to get unstuck and step boldly into a life that you're meant to live, head on over to lachellewemy.com, request an appointment, and be ready for me to walk alongside of you personally to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. I'll be back next week. But before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe and enjoy these imperfect outtakes.